Welcome back to Clay, the podcast for Christian men designed to be the best they could possibly be for His Kingdom's Cause. My name is Justin, and I am your host. Welcome to the podcast for those courageous leaders, always yearning for more of Him, more Jesus. That is what this podcast is about. That is what uh, you're here. That's what you're here for, ideally. Uh, if you are listening for the first time, I want to take a moment to welcome you. I think this is the first time in 42 episodes that I have done that. So, my apologies, I guess. Um, yeah, that kind of goes with our topic today. It kind of goes with our subject today. I, I had a podcast planned to post today, but uh, due to some uh, recent conversations and uh, some some interesting conversations, we'll say, I've decided to push that one to next week, and that is more of the, uh, the story of my own uh, struggles around sexual immorality, uh, pornography, etc., uh, in keeping with our Wednesday up, updates uh, for uh, Pride Month and uh, jumping on that um, that topic, uh, and there is one thing that I want to put in there. Uh, it's not uh, it's not that I waited for uh, Pride Month to talk about such things. Uh, I, I want to be clear here. Uh, Pride Month. I was talking with a buddy of mine today. Actually, uh, this is a month that we just have a message kind of crammed down our throats by. Uh, by by much by many businesses by people uh, by lots of organizations and uh, I'm you know I'm annoyed uh, i I'm completely annoyed by it uh, it does it, it it does annoy me and, and I think it annoys me to a a positive place of where uh, I think about these things and I uh, think about ways that I can be involved in addressing them in uh, ways that aren't uh, malicious in nature, uh, but are are rooted in, in truth and, and values, and in defending uh, defending my faith. And that's a uh, not something that I am ashamed of or concerned about. Uh, and I don't lose any sleep. I have not lost any sleep over anything that I have said in the last few Wednesday episodes, and I'm not going to lose sleep over next Wednesday's episode uh, or the following uh, Wednesday episode. Uh, and and that's going to sum up our, our season, uh, talking about uh, specifically Pride Month itself. And I, I realize that every time I say that, I almost give credence to celebrating and taking a whole month. And, you know, Maybe next year I'll think differently about that. Uh, this is definitely not going to be a yearly onslaught. I think this is a conversation we need to have more often, actually. I think this is a conversation that if you're not having, if you have not been prompted to at least think about what is going on in our culture and our society for uh, these last few weeks, specifically on these Wednesday uploads, then you're, you're I'm sorry, man, you're, you're missing the boat altogether. You're, you're missing the point. And that's something that uh, I'm I'm going to be uh, addressing more and more often, especially as we bring guests on the podcast coming up post fifty episodes in the next couple of weeks. Is that if you're not if you're not sharing this podcast, if you're not thinking, uh, if 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 the conversations that we have here, and I I get it right now. It's 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 just been me for the last forty two episodes, and it's just going to be me for the next uh, six or seven. And then you're going to start hearing some interviews. You're going to start hearing some conversations come out. And, uh, and I'm excited for those. I, I am absolutely excited for those. And yeah, I have waited uh, until now to start bringing those uh, guests on because uh, I wanted to establish a foundation. I wanted to establish a culture on this podcast. I wanted to establish some roots. And uh, that's because this, this podcast, I absolutely believe, is, uh, is, is, is a dream that uh, I, I had. Uh, one, I like to hear myself talk. 
uh, well, not one, that's not the priority reason, but I, I do like to hear myself talk. I'll, I'll admit that. Uh, and, and two, uh, I, I enjoy having critical conversations. I am not a small talk kind of a person. Uh, some of you listening to this, you've grabbed coffee with me before and, and you know, like I don't really, I, yeah, I, the football game, that's cool. I hope that our team wins. I, I do. And I cheer for our local teams, but I really don't care. I, I really don't care anymore. Uh, I, I, yeah, you know what? The weather, the weather's the weather. Uh, on one day it might rain. On the other day it might be sunny. And you know what? Uh, it's not going to impact the way that I live that day. If I have a planned run uh, for my workout, I'm going to go run it, whether it's 90 degrees or whether it's uh, 30, whether I'm bundled up and uh, wrapped up or whether I'm uh, peeling off layers because I'm sweating like, like a fire hydrant, whatever. That's the metaphor that came to my head at the last second. Sorry. I, I, guys, like, if you're not sharing this message, if this isn't prompting further conversation, uh, then, uh, then, then, then you're missing the point. The idea here is that uh, this uh, will grow and continue to grow into a community of men who are seeking Jesus with their whole heart as best they possibly can. And who know that uh, there isn't a, a moment where you're going to reach perfection and say, aha, I've arrived. When you've reached that point, you will no longer need podcasts. You will be in heaven and you will no longer need uh, any sort of supplemental audio or material to get you through your day. Up until then, though, up until then, let's be the men that God has called us to be. Courageously leading, stepping up, having these critical conversations, being willing to sit down and get into the nitty-gritty, whether it's with somebody who thinks the same way as you or not. Because not only do the people that think the same way as you need to have these conversations too, because they need to get practiced, they need to have them, they need to, they need to actually know why they believe what they believe. You cannot walk around and make a claim or stake your flag or plant your, plant your flag in something and not actually understand what it is you're defending. We're, we're told to be prepared to give an apologia, a reasonable defense for our faith. Why are we told that? Because you can't walk around saying, oh yeah, I'm a Christian, and have somebody go, oh, cool, what does that mean to you? And then trip over your words. It's not about having the right answer or the best answer or the well-thought-out philosophical answer. We don't need a bunch of philosophers. I mean, just think about society and how quickly we glom on to these thinkers and these people who just say all the right things and just seem to be so intelligent. And they have 40,000 letters after their name and their email signature because they get this degree and this degree and this certification and this and that and this and that. I have had some of the most profound conversations with people who have zero degrees, with people who have this thing called experience, who have put effort into their life who have lived, who have a story. That's where the most profound conversations come from, in my humble opinion, period. So let's get off this looking around and, 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 and staying in our own lane mentality. Your lane exists far wider than you expect it to because you are a Christian, because you are a man who should be seeking after his heart, not your own. For crying out loud. Like, think that through, guys. Think that through. You have today, and you're not guaranteed the next 10 minutes. You're not guaranteed today. You're not guaranteed a year from now. You're not guaranteed 10 years from now. 
you're not guaranteed the next breath. Yeah, think about that for a second. Take a deep breath and thank God for that breath. Thank God that you're still here and you're still hearing this. Unless, of course, you have gotten upset and I've hurt your feelings and you've turned it off. In which case, well, maybe you'll come back, maybe you won't, but goodbye. Hope you have a great rest of your day. That being said, gentlemen, we're diving into the topic of hurt feelings, thinking with your feelings, making decisions through your feelings. And oh, yes, this is oh so relevant for our Pride Month episodes on our Wednesday morning uploads. It is oh so relevant because this here, this here is one of the biggest lies, one of the biggest lies that is misleading our youth, that is misleading our adults, that is misleading parents who who have their kids come home and say, hey, mom, dad, we need to talk. And then all of a sudden you, you feel like you need to edify your kids and their feelings because they feel a certain way. Man, what, what a, what a amazing trick. What a, what a bunch of tomfoolery our feelings can be. Can they not? Let that sink in for a second. Yeah, I said that. Yeah. Your feelings misguide you. Your feelings lead you astray. Your feelings are probably what have led you into a comfortable, complacent life, sitting there planted with your rear end on the couch, thinking about what you could be, what you could be doing, how your life could be better, the impact that you could be having. But instead, you just hit next on the next step. Oh, you didn't have to do that because Netflix did it for you. That three-second or whatever quick refresh so that you're locked, watching the next episode, you're locked in. Oh, yep, it's getting a little late. We better go ahead and shut this down, but it's okay because it'll be here tomorrow. We can pick right back up where we were. Or better yet, reach for that phone. Go ahead, pause pause this, reach for the phone, check the video game, go ahead, check the app. You, 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 need, you got the notification. Go ahead, take a second. We'll wait for you. All right, you done? It is so easy to let our feelings dictate and guide our actions. It is, it is incredibly easy, and this is why it is incredibly important to make sure that your yearning, the, the yearning that you have in your heart, the desires that you have in your heart are rooted in your values, because if you do not do so, you will start making decisions based on your feelings, and that is not a habit that you want to create. That is not a habit that you want to build into your life, because yes, that is a very bad habit. Now, our feelings are not necessarily a bad thing, and, and I'm not telling you to live a life devoid of feeling. No, on the contrary, your feelings are actually a very smart and very important indicator. But your feelings are not your heart. Your heart dictates your feelings. And so what you're putting into your heart, what you are filling your mind with, what you are spending your time doing, that is what is going to dictate your feelings. Your emotional response to something will be influenced by the things that you are consuming that are influencing you. The people you spend your time with, they're going to impact the way that you feel about something. If you spend all of your time, all of your time with negative people, then the slightest thing is going to feel way more negative to you than it should. If you spend all of your time, all of it, listening to, uh, let's say, a podcast or multiple podcasts or a bunch of content that is all uh, downtrodden and putting down the state of the world, then that is exactly the lens that you're going to see the world in. And you know what? Perhaps that is what you need to do. Perhaps that is the, uh, the, the thing that, that, that you need for your, your, your job or whatever you're prepping for, wh- whatever it may be. I'm not, I am not downplaying that at all. 
And I think that it's important to be uh, practical and realistic about the state of the world. Guess what? The state of the world, it's fallen. It's fallen, and it's not getting any better right now. It's not getting any better until Jesus comes back. It isn't. So yeah, I am somebody who believes in preparing for worst-case scenarios, especially if you have a family, especially if you have people counting on you. You need to be ready. You need to be willing to defend your family. You need to be willing to step into the gap. Absolutely. How do you do that? You take care of yourself. You take care of the body that God's given you. Future episodes coming out on that. Yeah, I'm probably going to hurt some more feelings. Oh, well, it's going to happen. Guys, your feelings, your feelings may be the very thing, the very thing that is keeping you from stepping into the life that God's created for you. You may, you may think that you have this calling on your life and your feelings, oh man, your feelings are the very thing that is tricking you into thinking that no, you can't possibly meet that calling. You can't possibly step up to do whatever it is that God has called you to do. Why? Well, you're not that man. You don't have what it takes. Those are feelings, guys. Those are feelings welling up inside you. So go ahead, listen to them, and do nothing. Sit around, twiddle your thumbs. Fear is, fear is a terrible informer for what you should be doing for uh, your life and the way that you should be living. Fear, fear is an interesting thing, is it not? And if you're afraid of hurt feelings, if you're afraid of your feelings getting hurt or hurting somebody else's feelings, you may be onto something. You may be looking at something that is going to require some action on your behalf. Because it's courage that leads to taking that first step. It's courage. And we as men have got to be courageous. You have to be willing to have those critical conversations. You've got to be willing to sit there in the discomfort and say something, stand for something. You've got to be willing to stand up. You cannot live life afraid of hurting somebody's feelings. Now, there is such a thing as tone, tact, and timing. You've read that in multiple books. I'm sure you've heard it said before, tone, tact, and timing. I am not telling you that you need to be a jerk. In fact, I would encourage you to look at the way that Jesus dictated and lived his life. Great example. Look at the way that Paul masterfully writes his letters. Yes, Paul had perhaps an edge, divinely, holy inspired word of God. Yes, he, yes. But the, the, the words and the life and the, man, just, I, I've been going through Romans recently, very, very slowly. Like, for some people, painfully slow, just right, the, the absolute just right pace, in my, in my, in my opinion. Uh, a few verses at a time. And just thinking about those few verses all day and going back to it at different points in the day and getting some feedback from some other men in my life and what they think about those few verses. We're all, all going through this together. And just to look at just the, the wording and the, the, the picture, the, the, the gospel message, and just in the first five chapters and how it's so, so simple and crafted so just perfectly. It just, it just lays there and you just look at it and you go... Wow, this is, this is incredible. So what are you worried about? What are you concerned about? Go read Philippians chapter 4. You've got nothing to worry about. Pray about everything. 
Pray, guys. Pray about these conversations. Pray about these moments. And by conversations, I, I mean something as simple as uh, refusing to, uh, as uh, as recently an example of wearing a patch on your Major League Baseball uniform, like the uh, four or five Tampa Bay uh, uh, players that refuse to wear the, the pride patch. It's simple things like that. That's a conversation right there. And boy, that started a conversation for many. It is as simple as that. You don't need to go stand on a street corner. Maybe you do. But you don't need to go stand on the street corner and grab a megaphone and start yelling. You need to start standing up for what you believe in. You need to start standing up for your values and standing against the things that go against your values. You need to make a stand. Regardless of somebody's feelings. You can do it in a Christ-like way. Like I have reiterated a couple of times now. You don't need to go into the temple flipping tables necessarily. Granted, there are situations where that is a very reasonable thing to do. Now, let that metaphor sink in. Again, maybe going into your office and flipping tables over is maybe not going to go the greatest, and I don't need you reaching out to me for a job because you got fired because of flipping tables at your, your workplace. That's Again, that's, that's not where I'm going with this. What I am hoping is, is, is coming to fruition in your mind right now is a willingness and an eagerness to stand firm. Stand firm on the solid rock. Stand firm in your faith to lead well and to lead courageously. Not to back down from the difficult conversations. Go back one episode. You are weak is what I titled that last episode. We've all got weaknesses. We've all got weaknesses. And I've got people who hesitated to listen to that episode who let me know that they hesitated because they were afraid of what afraid of what the content was going to be. And and you know what? Maybe at some point, I, I hope we don't get there. You might need to tell me that you're you might me you might need me to tell you that, that you're weak. That the reality is we've all got weaknesses. In this area of feelings and hesitancy and timidness, because you're afraid of being labeled as toxically masculine, which doesn't, like, just think about it, it does not even make sense. There's nothing wrong with masculinity. There's nothing wrong with being men. There's nothing wrong with raising men who are engaged in the world, who are willing to stand firm on values and live a life that is adding value to other people, that is putting other people first, that is not selfish like this world is so quickly, so quickly becoming. I mean, just this idea of canceling people and 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 blocking people out because they have a, a opinion that differs from what is quote end quote the mainstream when in reality it's not the mainstream it's a small percentage of people that are just screaming loudly and complaining loudly and so we allow them to give their way to have their way when your child complains and complains and complains and and whines and whines and whines and you give in to whatever it is. You've all read the books. What happens? Does the complaining stop? Does the whining stop? No, it certainly doesn't. And so today we find ourselves with an entire month dedicated to rainbow flags. 
dedicated to rainbow flags with other flags mixed in now, and it's just a bunch of pandering. It's all it is, and we have this message shoved down our throat. Kids are exposed. We've got Disney movies with characters kissing. We've got all sorts of trash and smut that we're wading through, that we're walking through, and this is a month where it's just celebrated and just pulled to the surface, and it's just so great. And what do we do? We zip our mouth, we be quiet, we let it happen, and we just look forward to July. We just look forward to it, don't we? Our companies change their logos to rainbow-infused logos, and we don't say anything about that. We don't even talk to our our gay friends about it because uh, we wouldn't want to offend them by pointing out the fact that that company is just trying to get your business by changing their logo for one month. If they really cared, wouldn't they just leave it rainbow all the time? Wouldn't they leave the the logos on their website the whole time? But watch how many companies changed it back to how it was July 1st. Which is absolute insanity to see so many businesses pandering to a really a small a small population of people. It's not a majority of people. It feels like it. It isn't. Oh, but our kids, they're getting that message, aren't they? And we're seeing numbers increase yearly. 30%, 40% of kids identifying as rabbits, whatever. It's, come on, like... Where do we think this is coming from? Where do we think this is going? Why don't we just take back the rainbow, the symbol of God's promise not to flood the earth again? How ironic. How ironic that the symbol of God's promise not to flood the earth again, not to destroy the earth again, is the symbol that is used for uh, uh, really moral depravity. How ironic. How ridiculous. And how ridiculous that we're just going to sit back and just wait for July every year. I'm tired of it, as evidenced in the last few episodes posted on Wednesdays. I'm tired of it, but I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to sit around and not get in the mix. I, I'll be honest. My feelings, I... Don't want to talk about it. I don't want to deal with it. I would rather sit in comfort. I'll be honest. But I know that I can't do that. I know that I can't do that because there are people counting on me to step up, to lead, and to be courageous. To live a life full of courage, boldly, proclaiming and professing the truth. And like it or not, man, that is the same message and is the same message for you. There are people counting on you. And your silence, your silence is leadership. Your silence, your avoidance, your passive attitude, that's leadership. It ain't good leadership, but it's leadership. And so you be the judge. You decide where that leadership is going to take you where it's going to take your family. You decide.